Hello, and welcome to today's episode of the Dreamers Succeed podcast. You are in for a real treat. We are joined today by someone who, ever since I met him, he is the most giving and most loving and the best connector I've ever met. JD Gershbein is a, an amazing thought partner, a personal brand guru. He is on the LinkedIn advisory services in COVID times for professionals navigating a pivot and a rebrand. Very important. He is the founder and CEO of Owlish Communications. And you guys get ready to take notes because when I tell you, uh, JD is, is just one of the most giving people, like I said, that I've known, but he is going to bless us with some amazing amazing information that we need to be applying as we navigate these times. Welcome, JD. Hey, that's a lot to live up to, Berta. I'm going to do my best. <laughs> I thank you it. for having me. I am so excited to have you here. I'm excited to share you with, with, with the audience. I know you've been a tremendous blessing to me and, and everyone that I've connected you with comes back with praises and thanking me a million times over for, for the connection. So I really appreciate you, JD. So JD, my let's pleasure. get into it. Let's get into it because people that are that are looking at the video right. are going to see all these beautiful owls back there. You want to tell us a little bit about that? <laughs> Welcome, viewers, to the Owl's Nest. So my company is Owlish Communications. So when it came time to dress my set in COVID-19 times, obviously I wanted to do a subtle homage to my own corporate brand, Owlish Communications. So the owl has been very important to me really since my teen years and it's carried through into adulthood and into the business world. And when it came time to name my company, there's a story behind it. I won't bore anybody with it, but the, the owl was right there for me. And it's, it's one of the true great creatures uh, in this world. Yes, total, total wisdom. And I love, I, I think of all the, you know, we, we see people's sets now and and usually it's a home office or something like that and, and we've had to we've been invited in uh, through the zoom screen and and jd's always the most beautiful backdrop always so well I, it's not a background it's no I you're know. really living in my fishbowl now exactly. this is my home office yeah <laughs> it's it's the most pleasing uh pleasing aesthetics to look to look behind you yeah. so thank you for that so jd let's get let's get right into into what you've been doing so well and and jd I, i'm so grateful like i said for you i know that you're you really come in and you've been a stand to making sure that people are 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 not only navigating and surviving this time, but really thriving through this time. Can you tell us a little bit about what you've seen, especially just in general first? Sure. I, I really came to the online world uh, back in the 1990s. I remember buying my first computer. I remember thinking how cool it was to have mm -hmm. one in my home. Mm -hmm. And I tell people that things really changed for me when I sent my first email. And back in the day, I had an America Online address like everybody else. Yes. <laughs> and then we were just kind of learning it and kind of getting our, 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 our exposure to technology. And then with the social media revolution, I was kind of right there. I, I'm a mid-stage early adopter of all of this. So I, I came to LinkedIn mm -hmm. in 2006. Uh, love at first sight. I, I did what I needed to do to really bring myself up to a level of knowledge that allowed me to communicate what I felt 
this was all about for people. And I was doing a lot of networking back then, Berta. And everybody I ran into and many of many people in my sphere of influence were not even mm -hmm. on LinkedIn. So the, the sell wasn't so much uh, for my business or my services per se, which re really weren't clearly defined as yet, mm -hmm. but it was just kind of talking about this, this cool new entity of social media and what it was doing and how it was accelerating the development of relationships, how it was kind of unifying us rather than segregating us. And right. I've loved it since the start. I really look like I should be that person, but I'm really not a techie. Don't let my nerdish good looks fool you. <laughs> but I've studied it like everyone else and I've really observed the social science around this. So that's the way I communicate change today and give people change competency around this is by really ushering them forward and not harping on their mistakes that, that they're making, but mm -hmm. giving them positive reinforcement, letting them know they're on the right track mm -hmm. and that this is not beyond them and that it's a level playing field and everybody can achieve on it. I, I love that. And JD, you said something and I, and I think it's one of the, the most interesting and beautiful things of LinkedIn is really if you're looking at it the way that I know you look at it, as a way to establish really great relationships? It's probably the most profound and advanced relationship acceleration instrument we have. Uh, mm -hmm. Where would we be without it at this point? We're taping four and a half months into a global pandemic mm -hmm. with no end of this thing in sight. Right. And everybody has been leaning into the online world and between LinkedIn and Zoom, the web conferencing platform we're on, mm -hmm. these two, vehicles are our lifeline right now. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, and do you, do you see that there's a, I, I wanted you just to ask you because you, you got in to LinkedIn and really mastered LinkedIn, you know, whether you'll take credit for it or not. And no, I'm still mastering it. Yes. Still learning. It's still always, learning. it's always something, but, but I think early on when people were, were first and you described it a little bit that most of your, your people in your circle were still not even on the platform. What, what, what did you do back then to help people just understand the need of being on a platform like LinkedIn? And then what was that process? Started speaking for free, started writing in my blog, started to meet with people. And during one-on-ones or small groups, we'd all show up at the coffee house with our laptops and we'd have it up. And, and I, I quickly kind of branded as that go-to resource for all things LinkedIn. And when I started to talk up and do my 10, 15, 20, 30 seconds at networking events, I attracted a lot of attention because I spoke of LinkedIn as a very new platform. Uh, mm -hmm. It was the wild, wild west in social media at that time. People were revolutionizing around it. Uh, they were incorporating it into their service offerings, but still LinkedIn was a very neglected site. It, it, back in the day, Berta, it was really perceived as more of a job seeker site. It, right. it didn't really have the business development uh, potential and power that it has right now. Mm. And if people needed a job and back when I started, yes, people needed jobs. It was at the headwaters of the Great Recession. Right. Uh, I was fielding a lot of questions about, well, how do I really use this? How do I how do I make this thing work for me? And I just did my work, did my study, very immersive and came mm -hmm. back to people and said, here's what I think will work. And here's, here's what I'm doing. I looked at this document called the LinkedIn profile, which back then was very crude. It, it's not <laughs> as aesthetic or vibrant as it is today. <laughs> right, right. 
And I truly put myself out there in a way that was different from my website. It was different than any other way that I was marketing myself. And I, and I did come to LinkedIn from the marketing world. Mm -hmm. And I just kind of felt this was my canvas. It was fresh. I could paint on it. And I could, I could state on this thing whoever I wanted this to be. And mm -hmm. as long as I lived up in, to it in the real world, people took me at face value. And, and that got me into creating LinkedIn profiles. Uh, mm -hmm. I, I was truly one of the first in the world to carve out a livelihood as a LinkedIn profile writer and a LinkedIn trainer. But to answer your question again, it, it just, I continued to talk about it. I continued to impress upon people the urgency of this site in, in truly giving people the means to making a solid first impression as they were being researched in the online world. And, and I love that you said that that first impression, because it really is for a lot of people. And I think, you know, in our world, the speaking and, and, and the professional world, this is the first place they look. You know, people used to think, oh, they're going to go to Facebook. They're, they're going to check. But this is the first place that they look. Oh. This is your first impression. If they hear about you, if they catch yes. wind of you, yeah. where are they going first? Yeah. And, and that kind of dovetails the actual evolution of the LinkedIn site, because LinkedIn became LinkedIn. It is mm -hmm. that site now. There's, there's no turning back. It is no. the only game in town, That's social networking-wise for business people. So your LinkedIn profile is your first point of reference in the business universe. And how you tend to it will certainly drive the decision-making on you. And it will greatly impact your ability to connect with your target audience. It will greatly impact your ability to, uh, to really generate business opportunities through the attention economy where everybody's somewhere else. We're all distracted. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And, and JD, what would you say are the most important things that you're noticing that people are not paying attention to when it comes to their profile? Well, how much time you got? Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, and again, I, I think that what we have seen in the past few months with this global pandemic raging on is that finally it has given a lot of folks this big bubble of time mm -hmm. and and they're really insulating themselves we're sheltering at home we're we're taking more time to self-assess self-reflect mm -hmm. recharge reboot all those rewords that we've been hearing uh and relinquish another reword mm -hmm. some of the old attributes some of the old qualities some of the old products or services and people are truly reinventing themselves i'm i'm reinventing myself every day every hour in fact in fact, after the podcast is over, I'll be another incarnation of myself. Yes. So with this change, there's got to be some way that we can pace with it. And, and we truly do this through LinkedIn. So everybody's not only uh, figuring certain things out right now that after neglecting it or uh, postponing it, they're coming back to it, they're updating the profile. They really should consider what they, and what they do and who they are in real time. Where are you today? Where are you right now? How are you helping people sort it all out? Uh, help them navigate through the pandemic. From what place of service are you truly going to come from? What are you emanating in your profile? What kind of qualities really shine through? What should be shining through that you're leaving behind? We have to kind of become our own editors, our own curators of this exhibit on ourselves. Mm -hmm. So when we go out in the interactive space and we're promoting, we're engaging, we're liking, we're commenting, we're sharing the work of others, it'll all come back to us. It's all attributable to us. LinkedIn profile views are on the rise. So yes. the more 
active and proactive you are on LinkedIn, mm -hmm. ideally that will translate into more profile views. What have you got waiting there for people? Right. So it's not so much what should people be doing, it's what they feel they need to be doing right now. Where, where are their talents best served right now? From what place will the giving truly come from? Not everybody's a great connector like you. <laughs> not, not everybody thinks in terms of connecting. There, there's a lot of unsavior, unsavory behavior going out mm -hmm. there on LinkedIn, a lot of predatory sales mm -hmm. uh, behavior. And I, I find it intrusive, I find it offensive. So it, it's one thing to tailor the profile, a, another thing quite altogether different to go out there and maneuver in a way that generates opportunities. Yeah. And is there a magic number, JD, for, you know how they say, well, you should be posting this many times a week, or you should be uh, doing certain, certain things. Is there, is, there, is there a right or wrong anymore? I think we're, we're just... I think we've thrown out the playbook. Yeah. I, you know, I think that we're out there. If you're, if you're communicating in a very positive and structured way, it doesn't matter how many times or what time of day you post. I talk about my own existence, the way that I reside on LinkedIn as a mm -hmm. seamless existence between the real and the virtual worlds. So I'm constantly uh, breaking the plane and moving from the physical world into the mm -hmm. online world. I do it through the application. I, I live on my LinkedIn profile. My LinkedIn profile is engineered to sell me when I'm not present to sell myself. And that's what I would impart. It, 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 you're on the site 24-7-365, whether your eyeballs are physically on it or not. Uh, you're gonna fall into the optical field of other people. Mm -hmm. What are they going to do? They're going to look at your profile. You're not around to defend yourself. So ideally, it it makes us more personally accountable in our actions with, in our interactions with others. We want to connect judiciously with the right people. Mm -hmm. And we want to, we want to start to make a business case for ourselves. We want to, we want to put ourselves out there as the logical choice for a certain product that we sell or the mm -hmm. service we provide or the connections we're trying to make. But on the other hand, we're trying to develop the relationship. We're trying to initiate, mm -hmm. open, choose a lane. Mm -hmm. And from there, the conversation branches out and we can speak about that, that sales track. Yeah. And I think what, what's really interesting is that, and, and that's all part of your DNA, JD, is that you're just coming from a place of service, right? And I think the more, the people that are standing out right now, especially as, as this whole pandemic started, are the people that are just putting themselves out there and how can I serve and how can I help and how do I use my gifts and talents to help people maneuver this? So you, you mentioned, JD, this this predatory and i have so many people who who don't even play on linkedin and i tell them listen if you're not playing on linkedin you're just you're not going to win the game right and and they 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 hate it because you you talked a little bit about the predatory and the people that just come in and full force and and sales what do you what do you see with that well it, it's it's so personally upsetting when I see this kind of stuff because I don't teach LinkedIn that way. Mm -hmm. and, and I see it starting at the point of the invitation to connect. People selling at the point of invitation to connect. Yes. First of all, whether they know it or not, it's a violation of LinkedIn's terms of service. Wow. And if enough people report you and just between you and me, I always report them. If mm -hmm. they're spamming me on an invitation to connect, hell yeah. It's, yeah. 
it's it's just it's it's intrusive it, it mm. offends my sensibilities right and if enough people do report them on linkedin linkedin can suspend or restrict the account and i know people don't want that to happen right so sometimes i'll make it a teaching moment but mm -hmm. what i see going on and we should clarify berta between selling when you shouldn't be selling and artfully promoting yourself on the right. site because the site is set up for shameless overt sales promotion mm -hmm. and, and we should promote ourselves right but at the same time selling at the point of invitation in mailing people uh, when they haven't done their homework just assuming that they would need the product or service mm -hmm. looking to set up a, a, a sales call right then and there without even knowing the person mm -hmm. that's just predatory behavior it's a numbers game for these people they couldn't yeah. care less yeah. about yeah. forming a relationship yeah and it's a shame. Yeah. 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 It's a shame because I know so many people get turned off because I don't want to be getting messages and I don't want, and I'm like, it's, it's just not like that. Yeah. I mean, that may happen, but, but I mean, I Who's don't see buying? Yeah. Who's exactly. buying someone I, at the I, point I of invitation? I don't get it. I don't get it. So JD, can we talk a little bit about this, this need to pivot with purpose that you talk yes, about? Yes, we can. Lot. Absolutely. We can. Uh, you know, the day that we were consigned, and confined to our homes. Mm -hmm. uh, boy, I had a lot of stuff on the calendar, Berta. I had trips yeah. around North America planned as a professional speaker. Mm -hmm. uh, I could easily see now that a, 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 a sizable piece of my revenue was just pulled out from under me. And, mm -hmm. and I empathize with all the speakers out there who were doing the same thing. Yeah. The, the field of professional speaking and events events were just huge at the mm -hmm. time all this happened. And now that's an industry that has been decimated by yes. the pandemic. Yes. So my pivot and my pivot within the pivot and my pivot within that pivot has always been just day to day and improvising my way literally through each hour, through each email, through each podcast appearance, through each one-on-one -on -one Zoom call I'm taking. And literally all my interactions are just now what I call my COVID interactions, mm -hmm. things that would not have happened or things I would not be doing if not for this pandemic. And it's easy to be pissed off at the virus. Mm -hmm. But on the other hand, <laughs> as you know, I, I'm, I'm a virtual guy. I've always lived in the virtual mm -hmm. world. The transition was very easy for me. And now my role, as I see it, is to ease people into this notion of setting themselves up for business opportunities on the other side of this mm -hmm. horrible healthcare yeah. crisis mm -hmm. and moving steadily towards their goals and helping them truly make their mark in a digital world. We've got the instruments available for us to do that. It's now just a question of injecting our personality into it and forgetting about the doom and gloom, focusing on the positive mm -hmm. and, and really finding those people who will be our clients. And if right. they're not our clients, they'll be our collaborators. Mm -hmm. They're our referral alliances, uh, people who will be willing to share our content with others. And we're seeing now this cross-pollination of networks as we maneuver within these various online communities. And the people I've met since the onset of the pandemic in mid-March of, of 2020, it's been revelatory. Mm -hmm. I, I've met some fantastic people, yeah. present company included, yeah. my dear. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, and these are what we should be savoring out of this whole thing. So the pivot with purpose is truly that. It's getting up in the morning, looking for the good, attaching content, context, and significance to what's promising, mm -hmm. that which holds promise. And going forward with that, 
and it also means eliminating the toxicity in your life. So for all the dreamers out there, <laughs> toxic people are not going to help you achieve your dreams. And at this stage of the game, why not edit them out? I've right. been doing that systematically and selectively for the last couple of years. I just don't want to be in the presence of negativity. Right. Uh, that's not how I operate. Mm -hmm. uh, we want to have good business on the books, don't we? Uh, right. Authors, consultants, coaches, speakers, uh, virtual presenters, advisors. I mean, we're all settling into our own niche as personal mm -hmm. brands. And we just want good clients, good business, people that we can do good work for and that they will refer us. Yeah. And, and that's so true, JD. And JD has, has an event and we'll, we'll have an, an opportunity at the end to, to speak about that, um, that I, I had, had the honor of sitting in on last night. And, and, and we just talked about, and I know JD, you're like me, you're, you're an eternal optimist. You're always going to find the good and, and find the good in people. And I think it speaks to, to who you are and that, that connection and that uh, intentionality of, of, you know, not dealing with the negative or, or, you know, removing the negative at any, at every opportunity, because there's no need for us to, to go there. So there's enough negativity out in the world. Tur yeah, turn on yeah. CNN and watch it for yeah. about 10 minutes. And, yeah. and, and you'll, and you'll see. see. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So JD, yesterday you mentioned uh, a phrase and I, and I love the way you said it. Um, you know, our new now, some people are, are saying the new normal and people are saying, listen, it's a new reality. You said, you said a new reality and a new now. And, and I know that part of what you were talking about before, and I just don't know that we're really doing it, is that that need to make sure that your LinkedIn profile, if, if, if we can speak about LinkedIn for another minute, uh, just because I think it's, it's so important, is, is reflective of your new now. What, what does that mean? It's who you are in real time. I like the term the new now. I also mm -hmm. like the term the new reality because yeah, this is the new reality. Yes. I yes. mean, get used to it, folks, if you haven't already. But but the new now, and, and it's also reflective of what I'm calling the new busy. Mm -hmm. Because of the new now, I don't know about you, Berta, but I'm busier than ever. <laughs> Me too. I mean, yeah. because the new now is, is making certain... Uh, requirements on us. It's mm -hmm. imposing certain requirements on us. We have to be front and center uh, mm -hmm. in, in our Zoom calls, in our connecting, in what we call business or career development. Mm -hmm. uh, these stakes have gone up. Yep. And if we're going to rise to meet these stakes and rise to the occasion in general, we have to kind of have this mindset of, mm -hmm. okay, this is the way it is. I'd rather it not be like this, but it is. So it is the new now. And with each passing day as the pandemic rages on we're hearing that it's not going to be back to where it was for quite some time right. it may never right. get back it may never right. right right truthfully i think it will mm -hmm. i think that that once we get this clearance once there's a vaccine a couple mm -hmm. of vaccines mm -hmm. and we're in between pandemics as it were because as a as a, as a species humans are just in between pandemics we happen right. to now be the generation that is in one and right. we're living and we're fighting it but once it clears, I think people have short memories. I think they'll be doing some of the things that they did. You'll see mm -hmm. people aggregate and, and go to events and parties right. and bars and have mm -hmm. the weddings and mitzvahs that they didn't mm -hmm. have before. So I think it's going to come back. But right now, the new now, again, we are, we are relegated to doing this work online. And 
and truly our, our journey has taken an interesting path. But the difference is this time, everybody's on that same path Everybody. with us. The there's, entire there's, globe, yeah. There's nobody that's got special rules right no. now. Everybody's in the same boat, so to speak. Level the playing field, if, if nothing else. Level the you playing got field. Yeah, yeah. So so interesting. Uh, JD, what, what do you think, if you can give those of us who, who maybe have taken this time to be very, very productive, like you and I have, and, and been busy and, and grown our businesses, versus the people that are sort of paralyzed and just waiting for something to happen. What advice could you give on either side to things that we really need to be doing now when it comes to, to building that momentum that you talk about so much in our businesses? Yeah, I, I think reclaiming that momentum mm -hmm. is, is really the key word that I've been using. I, I, I have certainly revamped my profile for COVID-19 times and I think mm -hmm. folks should be doing the same. Uh, I, I can, I've been around the business world and I've worked with folks in all areas of business. And I know at this stage of the game what works and what doesn't. And you're just gonna have to come at people from a whole different way because people are waging their own private wars against this. They may have lost loved ones. We've also got that, that the equivalent piece now of social injustice that's happening in the world. Mm -hmm. And people are scared, they're scattered, they're anxious, they're stressed. So the things that you were doing before to sell a product or to generate uh, an introduction or, or curry the favor of people, it's just got to be done more delicately now. You really have to work on building the relationship. And, and that's what I'm advising more than anything is fine tune the profile so it does present you in, in really magnificent terms, not over the top terms, not unrealistic terms, but how you're supporting people now, how you're addressing your client's pain now. And not, not just try to sell a software solution or a coaching mm -hmm. package, but right. really come at people from where they're at. Because if they're not gonna buy, they still could be your brand ambassadors. Mm -hmm. And we're now seeing this more and more is that business pops because people are just being better at it. Yes. And if you're going to, again, if you're going back to our conversation line earlier, if you're just going to sell people right off the bat, right out of the gate, it ain't working. No. So obviously you have to do the, the farming before you do the hunting. Mm -hmm. Get clear on your personal brand strategy, your personal brand identity, your personal brand message, whatever the nomenclature you like. I provide thought partnership in that area. That's, mm -hmm. that's how I'm rolling these days. And once that infrastructure is in place, then you can go out there and front it and you'll start to take ownership of your story and you'll start to tell your story better and to more people. Yeah. Everybody's got a chance now to fill their days up with Zoom meetings. Uh, I do. Mm -hmm. uh, Zoom fatigue doesn't really apply to me. But right. because I, <laughs> I love this stuff. I'm, yeah. I'm on Zoom for long, long days. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, that's our prospecting today. That's our business development. That's our career advancement. And tough times for folks who are looking for work, but still mm -hmm. the rules apply to them. Career development and business development are very congruent. A lead is a lead is a lead. Right. And we just have to work on bringing good quality people into our network, people who are aligned with us professionally, people who share our core values. And you, you won't know that unless you have a really focused conversation with them. And that's the real blessing of all of this is we're having focused conversations. 
Absolutely. Don't, don't you find that the conversations are getting better with people? Extremely, extremely. And, and, and listen, much more, much more uh, personal and much more real and much more vulnerable and, 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 and all those things that really make for a great foundation for a beautiful relationship, which is really what it's about. And one of the things that I, that I, of the long list of things that I really love about JD is that JD, I've never seen you sitting down during a Zoom call. <laughs> JD's, you always, <laughs> JD's always energy and and he's and and you know what it's it, the posturing is different it's just different when when you're bringing that energy and you're you're standing up and it's just um i love it i love it it's a big deal once a speaker always a speaker yeah, you know, <laughs> I, I think you're exactly right um and and and, and just between us just just between <laughs> us i am wearing shorts good there you go that's and nice and that's that, that's the thing, you know. We're 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 more we're more relatable to people on mm -hmm. Zoom now. You know, yeah. when you when you think about how we used to do it, you you sometimes it would take days, if not weeks, to just get a coffee meeting mm -hmm. yes. under someone, yes. and then you meet at the Starbucks or the Paneras or wherever. Mm -hmm. And and there's no product placement fee for that. I'm just shooting right. those names out because <laughs> that's where we were having meetings. Right, exactly. And you got the noise, you got the distractions, the mm -hmm. you know, and on Zoom you're on with someone 15, 20, 30 minutes. And, and I'm doing programs now with folks. I'm coaching them through their, their Zoom sessions, mm -hmm. how to have better virtual meetings. I run my Zoom meetings like an interview, like a show. Mm -hmm. I, wanna, I wanna hear from people. And, and obviously both parties have to kind of stand and deliver. And we, we both wanna walk away with a good knowledge of what the other is doing. But I look at those Zoom meetings as a way to really try to extract humanity out of people. Oh. And, and, and just learn who they are, where they're at, what they've done, what their vision is for themselves in the future. And, and not every Zoom call is going to be magical. Mm -hmm. Not everybody's going to be present in the moment. Maybe they had something terrible happen. Maybe a bad email came down the pike two minutes right. before it went on with me. I, I don't know. I got, I got no idea. But, but what you get with me and what I'm hoping that, that your, our viewers here will incorporate into their own persona is you got to be constant at every one of these meetings because Absolutely. again the, the imperative of the zoom meeting now is is your lifeline it's your driver of business and if you're not good on zoom at this point if you don't feel yeah. if you're not bringing it if you're just yeah. emotionally not present mm -hmm. people can pick up that uh, on that in an instant Absolutely. Absolutely. And I think, and I think with all this practice, JD, what I love is that, you know, before, especially with coaching, people would say, well, I, I want to do it in person because you don't get that, that connection via Zoom. And I'm like, well, you, you kind of do, but now even on a greater level, like you're saying, we, that's it. We've, we've, we've mastered the platform to a certain degree where it's almost like we're, we're sitting in front of each other, except you have a much, much nicer you know, background with your owl well, that I do. There's a concept I like and I've written about called developing parasocial relationships. And social media has been instrumental in a lot of ways in, in, in human life. But mm -hmm. what it allows us to do is convince us that we actually have relationships with people that we've never met in the face-to-face, feet-on-the-floor, mm -hmm. eye-contact, physical world. So you and I have had a couple of, of, of Zooms. Mm -hmm. We've seen each other in a few of these communities now. Mm -hmm. We feel like we know each other because of the power of this platform. 
it's high definition. Right. Uh, it, it's picking up on everything. Mm -hmm. it, it, it's nothing, it, it, it simulates the real world experience as good as anything can right now. Absolutely. Will this virtual technology improve? You better believe it. I, I think that's the next great wave of innovation is mm -hmm. how to make something that's already terrific, even more terrific. Yes. But, but through the emails, through the direct messaging, through multiple exposures on the LinkedIn platform, we, we get this feeling that we really know people. Mm -hmm. We do to a certain point, but yes. we really don't to a certain point. Right. But we're able to now establish our business persona. We're mm -hmm. able to drive our niche forward. We're able to put content in front of the right eyes and minds. And it comes back to us in the form of experience. So people are experiencing us in some way. They saw the work we put out there. They listened to the podcast. They watched the webcast. Uh, they subscribed to the YouTube channel. Mm -hmm. And again, this, this parasocial activity going on where again, there are friends, there are associates, there are confidants. We can Absolutely. open up to them. We can have peer advisory sessions with them, mastermind mm -hmm. sessions. Yes. Yes. It, it takes a while to open up to someone in the real world before you feel safe enough to really mm -hmm. talk about what's bothering you. Right. Right. That's so that's so key. And I hadn't I hadn't thought of it that way, but you're right. And and I I, I how do we find JD? Just tell tell our audience so that we can, you can find me you. right you here. Have... I'm currently on this Zoom <laughs> right, call right with here. You. <laughs> but how right do here. we? You mean because... after we're done? Yes, because I know JD that you that you have so much great valuable content that that you've always done from a place of service. Um, even just that that article that you just described. So how do we? What's the best way for them to get in contact with you? Well, it shouldn't surprise anybody that I, <laughs> I do have a LinkedIn account and, and I'm on there. I, I, I am front and center in my profile. You can find me under my spelling, JD, that's JD, no periods, Gershbein, G-E-R-S-H-B-E-I-N. Uh, I'm sure you're going to have show notes on yes, this or, yes, or some yes, kind yes, of, some kind of disclaimer. <laughs> And, and from there, you can get to all my websites. I got a company website for Owlish Communications. Mm -hmm. I got a website for me, my, my speaker site. I'm out there. I'm pretty well represented on these mm -hmm. platforms. Yeah, yeah. That's the good thing. That's the good thing. And, and I, I encourage all of you to, to look him up and follow him because JD's always got just a wealth of, of beautiful information. He is in full service mode. I think he's always been that way. So this it's not anything so different now but now it's it's really just guys for those of you who do not have the power of of the linkedin profile that you feel that you should have especially now when that is really the way that we're representing ourselves we're not getting to these networking in-person events that that's the first place they're going to look i encourage you to reach out to jd because it will be the difference between how you come out of this and how you navigate what's happening and, and how you grow your business. I know uh, JD has, and, and I have myself, but it's all been, and I give all the credit to, to LinkedIn and the power of, of what we've been able to do. So if it's a platform you've not been paying attention to, I encourage you to have a conversation with JD because it, it's a, it really is a game changer. It's a game changer. Well, you're very kind. You're a bit of a game changer yourself. And, and I'll tell the viewers, and I, I'm not saying that because we're taping this podcast mm -hmm. for you, but uh, but I will say that, uh, you know, again, you, you meet people and certain people stand out. And mm -hmm. as a personal brand strategist, I'm finally attuned to the fact that our communication style, uh, how we say things are 
intricately connected to our brand, intimately connected mm -hmm. to our brand. And yes. you're, a, you're an awesome communicator. You radiate sheer positivity. And thank you for the opportunity to be on your show. Thank you, JD. I'm, I'm so blessed. I know you're busy, but I love that you were here. So folks, you heard it here. I'll, I'll put all the details. <laughs> I got time. You got 10 minutes, right? Um, JD, no, but I'm so grateful for you, not only for, for coming on, but, but just for everything that you do and for who you are. And, um, and I hope you'll Thank come you. back and as things change and, and you'll be able to bless us again. But I am grateful for you, my friend, on, on, on so many levels. Thank you. Thank All you. right. Okay, I will come back. And yes. next time, have some snacks in your green room, would you? For sure, please. All right. Only, only, only green M&Ms, right? Um, thank you. Thank you again, JD. Okay, folks, you heard it here. Please look him up. I promise you, uh, you're going you're gonna to be blessed by, by everything that he, that he shares. And uh, for now, do good, be great, and go play outside.